You're listening to EPN, the ePodcast Network. This is e-commerce radio and your host, Eric Dye. This is Eric Dye, and once again, welcome to e-commerce radio, your EPN channel where you can get in on the inside track and find out what others are doing to experience great results with their online stores. Whether it's the latest tools, e-commerce platforms, or marketing techniques, this is where we talk about how to have a successful e-commerce experience. Today on the program, we're speaking with Matt Hudson, the CEO and co-founder of BuildIt.co, a leading native app solution provider for the e-commerce industry. And Matt, great to have you once again here on e-commerce radio. Thanks for having me, Eric. You bet. And looking forward to hearing further from you. Really appreciated your visit late last year. And, uh, certainly offer a lot of great tools and app solutions in the e-commerce space. So for starters, what is the Build It 2023 mobile app checkout index and why does it matter in today's e-commerce world? Let's start there. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So about three years ago, we started the mobile app checkout index. And really the goal was to help companies frame up exactly what they were doing right and wrong in mobile app checkout. So the genesis of it is that um, I realized many years ago that one of the best ways that I could help people is by eliminating their frustrations in uh, e-commerce and checkout. And it sounds a little silly, but it provided me a little purpose in that you know people that are extremely busy Um, you know, let's just eliminate some of the minor things that they have to deal with in frictioning through checkout. So the checkout index is um, a long list of ranked uh, mobile apps in e-commerce that is uh, sort of data about 50 different facets, uh, different metrics inside their checkout. And it's along uh, eight or 10 categories like performance, uh, third party payments, uh, like wallets, for example, the regular payments, uh, air messaging, a lot of different things. Uh, and we rank them and we want people to know what makes a mobile app checkout great and uh, give them the framework for improving. Well, I can only see the benefits of having access to the 2023 mobile app checkout index that is phenomenal that you've offered that as a resource awesome stuff now i understand your company launched an earlier index are there any interesting shifts in index findings for us to know about here as well yeah so uh torrid shot up um made lots of performance improvements um guest experience improvements things like that um michael's actually moved down they were one of our top Um, And then some stayed steady, right? Even though the competition is stiff, Sally Beauty um, continued to be strong and Madewell shot up the list. Um, So some of those things, you know, were a little surprising because there's kind of, you know, big shifts in in certain things. Um, But I I personally am excited to release it every year. and, And hopefully we see real improvements based on these metrics for these companies. Yeah, for sure on that. Now, another question for you. Why is the concept of a native app so important for retailers and e-commerce? Talk to us about that. Yeah, I definitely think, you know, the um, the factor for me is uh, today, in today's world, uh, post-pandemic, so to speak, 
there's been a huge shift in in usage and behavior. Um, Shopify recently did a mobile app e-commerce report and showed that um, 49% of all Americans have done a uh, price check on a mobile app um, inside of a store. So for retailers that are you know have stores, it's going to be huge, right? They're looking for incremental revenue. Well, improving performance and conversion is incremental lift, and mobile app does that. Curbside pickup, right? The geolocation functionalities. Curbside pickup is now expected. You know, it's uh, sort of table stakes now, even with stores reopened. Um, mobile apps really strongly support the store. They support e-commerce. Um, and if you're not there where the customer is, where they're spending their time, you're missing it. In 2020, um, uh, an, another interesting fact from that same mobile commerce report is that 21% uh, of people downloaded a shopping app, at least one shopping app per week and engaged, and 35% of them engaged with a shopping app. So if you don't have an app because you're still thinking that your website is good enough, then you're missing opportunities to support the store. You're missing an opportunity to be there when somebody does a price comparison. And if you have this idea that's kind of been rolling around for many years that, um, you know, uh, a PWA is good enough or your web commerce experience is good enough, Keep in mind, people are downloading apps constantly. You know, that number, 21% per week, was insane to me. That is an insane number um, of people downloading shopping apps. Um, granted, Amazon, you know, is, is a huge part of that and some of these other apps that are out there. But again, if these marketplace apps are dominating, like Timu is a huge one that has shot up the list recently, right? Shine in the past, um, obviously Amazon, other marketplaces like Farfetch, luxury marketplaces. If those marketplace companies are um, controlling the face of your company by being a mobile app for your customer, then you're missing the opportunity for that data, for the direct interaction with the customer, with the relationship, with the marketing channel. And obviously you're gonna benefit much more if they buy directly from your app versus a marketplace app. Um, so to me, uh, the shift is showing that you gotta have mobile app in today's landscape. You gotta have it. Well, you certainly backed up the reason why the concept of a native app is so important for both the retailer and e-commerce and some eye-opening information as well. And thanks for sharing your input on that today. We're speaking with Matt Hudson. He's the CEO and co-founder of BuildIt.co, a leading native app solution provider for the e-commerce industry here on e-commerce radio, a part of EPN the Enterprise Podcast Network. Now, looking ahead, what is your outlook for e-commerce now that we are emerging from the pandemic? Will things cool down now? Look, they were so hot, you know, during the pandemic that there's almost no way they don't flatten out, right? Um, you're talking about 300x, or excuse me, not 300x, 300%, 3x uh, kind of numbers in certain places and 30% the next year improve, you know, growth really. And of course they're going to cool down. Um, I personally think they're going to flatten, uh, retail already had its ups and downs in the store. 
Uh, but companies are adjusting um, and adjusting to, you know, uh, improving the speed at which they deliver items. Uh, the supply chain is obviously up and down. The economy is, you know, challenging. Um, but there's nothing but up uh, for e-commerce, right? Because customers' behaviors are going to continue to shift. Customers are not getting younger, uh, you know, so <laughs> you, these young people are going to move in to being an app only kind of experience or e-commerce only. Um, and a lot of disruptors are out there finding ways to, to make it even easier to find your sizes or things like that in apparel or scan and go. Um, and so the worlds continue to meld. And I think that um, e-commerce is evolving to support store instead of it being more one or the other. Um, so I, I honestly think it's the most interesting time to be in e-commerce and that the outlook is only positive, even though we go, we obviously have ups and downs with the economy, but I think it can only get better. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that. And it will be interesting to see the changes or shifts between now and say 2025 after everything has settled down or is in the process of settling down, if you will. Uh, can you tell us more about e-commerce and will consumers ultimately abandon traditional e-commerce shopping in favor of mobile experiences? Well, so I always think that it's, I kind of think of it like, you know, radio killed the TV star, or I'm sorry, TV killed the radio star. It never really did. Radio never went away, right? Internet didn't kill radio and internet's not going to kill stores, right? Um, I personally think e-commerce is the same way. It's um, people that work are going to have desktops and they're going to like typing on a desktop. And there's no way to get around that fact, right? At least in the United States. Now, in other countries where they consume internet from primarily their mobile device and they are less likely to have a laptop for different reasons, then yes, you you can count on um, you know it, mobile commerce being the primary driver. In the United States, I think it's a bit trickier because we are still very laptop dependent and it's still very easy to shop on a desktop. It's just simply easier to type. Um, but yes, you're going to see it continue to grow. I don't know how far desktop will fall. I tend to think it will always be 20 to 30 percent of your business, at least in the United States. But in other countries, I've seen, you know, 80 to 90 percent of their traffic be in mobile web right or mobile app either one and and that is mind-blowing to me but also very exciting we also continue to see devices change where tablets you know seven inch tablets are very very popular particularly on android um and so you're going to get this sort of like weird experience where it's like a kind of a big screen but you're still typing on the device um as macs and um computers tend are starting to morph into uh, tablet-based PCs with a keyboard, we're going to see it change even more. I mean, that's years away, but um, I, I think we'll tend to see it as a true omni-channel experience instead of mobile versus desktop or stores versus e-commerce. Um, I tend to think of it as we've got to support the customer holistically and don't get too myopic in what channel they're on. If they're in the store, great make it easy. If they're in an app, great, make it easy. If they're in the mobile web, great, make it easy. 
Um, you know, and, and it's all about that. If they want to scan and go, make it easy. You know, if they if they want to, um, uh, what is it that we saw at NRF? This um, um, buy like when you walk into the store and you scan your credit card and you walk out with it. I forget what they call it. But it was awesome. I used it like 10 times where like I just put my credit card in. I walked out with some chips at NRF probably like three or four times, you know, to grab a snack. Um, those things are going to continue to change and your customers' expectations are going to continue to change. Um, one number that I love to talk about in the Belk app that I used to work on is um, that uh, they have more 50 plus customers in their mobile app than they do 18 to 24. And what that means is that all customers' expectations change, um, even customers that are used to doing things a certain way. And I think we just got to continue evolving and, and see where it goes. I really do appreciate your response. You made it real easy to understand and looking at both sides and just seeing where it goes. Perfect response. I really appreciate that. As we conclude, any closing thoughts, a final word, or anything else you'd like to make us aware of or mention as we conclude today? Eric, I, I love that you always do these, and I probably said the last the the same thing last time, but I'm gonna hit it again. Um, you know, find your purpose and do some good out there. Build great products, help people near you. Um, everything we do, you know, e-commerce is around buying, but let's try to make a positive impact on people, even if it's something like e-commerce. You can find purpose in making people's lives a little less frustrating, a little less frictionless. And it has the added advantage of it. Hopefully it helps the bottom line. But ultimately, we got to think about what are we doing to improve people's lives? Because that's what really matters. Matt, once again, I can't thank you enough for your time and for joining us on behalf of BuildIt.co. If folks wanted to check out or have access, excuse me, to the BuildIt 2023 mobile app checkout index, where can they go to find that? Yeah, the easiest way is to search Google for mobile app checkout index. We're the first that exists, so we're come up right at the top of the list. Um, and I encourage you guys to reach out uh, on LinkedIn. We have a pretty decent LinkedIn page. We're also going to be doing um, a four-part series on improving checkout um, called Check Out My Checkout. And uh, that should be fun. And you bet that should be fun. And we'll definitely leave links accordingly within the show notes of this broadcast for the audience as well and their convenience. Again, folks, it is buildit.co. Matt, thanks so much again for joining us here today on e-commerce radio. Thanks, Eric. I appreciate it. Hey, you're more than welcome anytime. Again, we've been speaking with Mr. Matt Hudson, the CEO and co-founder of buildit.co, a leading native app solution provider for the e-commerce industry. And again, for all the details, it's simple. Visit buildit. And this is Eric Dye, and you've been listening to e-commerce radio, part of EPN, the Enterprise Podcast Network. Tune into our live location as we are streaming live 24-7 around the world at epodcastnetwork.com forward slash live. You can also find our live stream on iTunes Radio and TuneIn Radio, as well as the TuneIn Radio app for your listening convenience. And as always, we thank you for your support and for tuning in. Thanks for listening to e-commerce radio. For more information or to subscribe to this podcast, visit epodcastnetwork.com. This is the E-Podcast Network.